Welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of the Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about that page. This is page 922, chapter 140, Just Rewards. I was in the middle of dressing the following morning when an errand boy arrived bearing a thick envelope with Alvarez's seal. I took a seat by the window and discovered several letters inside. The outermost one read, Quoth, I have thought a while and decided your blood matters but little in light of the services you have rendered me. However, my soul is bound to another whose comfort I hold more dearly than my own. Though I had hoped to retain your services, I cannot. What's more, as your presence is the cause of my wife's considerable distress, I must ask you to return my ring and leave Severin at your earliest convenience. I stopped reading, got to my feet, and opened the door to my rooms. A pair of Alvarin's guards were standing at attention in the hallway. Sir, one of them said, eyeing my half-dressed state. Just checking, I said, closing the door. I returned to my seat and picked up the letter again. As to the matter that precipitated this unfortunate circumstance, I believe you have acted in the best interest of myself and Vintus as a whole. In fact, I have received report just this morning that two girls were returned to their families in Levenshire by a red-haired gentleman named Quoth. As reward for your many services, I offer the following. First, a full pardon for those you killed near Levenshire. Second, a letter of credit enabling you to draw on my coffers for the payment of your tuition at the university. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. This is way less bad than I thought it was. Like, yes. I, I don't, I guess I didn't remember what occurred. I just, I really, I really thought it would be worse. Let's hold that thought until we finish the letter, because I think, and I think Quoth says as much, what he has done for the mayor is worth more than he gets. Even though he gets a fair bit, what he's done for the mayor is, like, worth the lands and title, frankly. This is a very unfair world, and the mayor could just as easily have him murdered. Yeah, that's the thing. Given the situation that he's in, I think he gets off pretty well. And I think that speaks to what we were talking about in the previous chapter, where, we're like, the mayor keeps trying to give him an out, keeps trying to find some way that he could be kinder to Quoth, but Quoth pushes him too far, and frankly his wife is like a, such a crazy racist that he's like I just can't justify having this guy around. If she'd never found out he was Ra, and the mayor had, I think the mayor would have kept him around and would have maybe found some other interesting service for him, as we've speculated. Or at least sent him away with work to do in his name, but he can't even do that now. No, he, he basically he... like has to not associate with him, but he doesn't have to pardon him for multiple homicide and he doesn't have to give him the mayor alvaron free ride scholarship to the university which he does so he still finds a way to do something kind for quoth that he doesn't really have to do at all which i think speaks to the fact that the mayor is kind of conflicted about this and feels like he does owe quoth i think the word but is doing a lot of work in the line your blood matters but little Maybe this is just an archaic turn of phrase, but to me, if one says your blood matters little, it's it doesn't matter. It you know it it I it is uh, irrelevant. But if someone says your blood matters but little, the implication is it matters a little. Maybe bit. not much, but it does matter. Mm. Um, that's how I take it. I don't know if it's just an archaic. Turn I think of it's phrase, just an archaic but... turn of phrase. I think they yeah, I'm with Jeremy thing. on this one. 
I thought you were going to go for like a bit that had to do with butts. Jordana. Nick has more good taste than that, Jordana. When have we ever done a bit about butts on this oh. podcast? I I guess I was wrong. What was me? How dare you? How dare you, madam, impugn the honor of your co-host and indeed hey. this podcast? <laughs> I I admitted I was wrong. You can you can shut your trap now. How <laughs> dare you? Thank you, Jeremy, for caping for me. I could get used to this. Uh... <laughs> it won't last long. Don't worry. Also, uh, gentleman is in scare quotes in the mayor's letter. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's not a gentleman, right? And actually, there's a they set that up earlier, right? Because the mayor, I think, says something kind of similar that like you're not a gentleman when he mm-hmm. when he's wearing a sword at court. It's like my understanding is that it's like it's perfectly legal for a gentleman to wear a sword, and the mayor goes, "Yeah, but you're not a gentleman, buddy." I guess people just he he passes for a gentleman when he's out and about in the world, and therefore, yeah, it's exactly. So why would the mayor write that? Like nothing is done without intention i think uh, i will In- tell you why because the people who reported it to the mayor said a red-haired gentleman assuming that he was some kind of aristocrat because he was wearing a sword right so why would the mayor bother like the mayor is telling him something by by exactly the mayor is telling him something by including him in the letter and also putting it in scare quotes he's reminding him that even though others the mayor is telling him that they thought you were a gentleman and i know you're not and i'm reminding you that you're not yeah because he's not and it doesn't do to have the lower orders start putting on airs exactly it's i read it as a bit of an admonishment i think that it's not worth reading into personally Mm. of course jeremy thinks that what do you think jordana i think that it's worth reading into a little but a little or a little i guess but a little in this case jordana why would you inject that that word into our podcast our otherwise pure and seemly podcast you have to make it about posteriors (laughs) I, I, I don't even have a comeback. This isn't fair. This is your fault. Never have I heard such a gratuitous use of the word but. <laughs> I spelled it um, with one T. Quoth did outpace the, the rumors of what he did in Levenshire, but only just, right? He's basically been back in the city for like two days when the mayor gets this news, which I think is kind of confirming what Quoth said when he first said it, like, you can beat a rumor if you really work at it. And I really worked at it. And again, the mayor said yesterday, I would have had you hanged if I had heard this news before you told me about it. Yeah. So he does act rightly. Also, I do like, I think it's a good piece of showing, not telling, that when Quoth gets to the part in the letter where the mayor says, I'm going to have to ask you to leave town. He, like, looks out his door and sees that he's now under house arrest. But he doesn't like comment on it. Yeah, and neither do the guards. It's a Just funny bit of, it, Yeah, it's a bit of comedy. I think it's it's quite funny. Yeah. You know, and like the guards are, you know, still like, sir. Like, you know, the guards are still ostensibly there, not for his protection, but like, you know, for his service. They're still giving him sirs, right? Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> there's no there's no illusions about what's happening here. Yeah, he's not being treated as a criminal, but he the mayor is basically saying, like, I'm going to make sure that you get out of Severin safely but you're going to get out of Severin. Okay, wait, I have a question. Yep. Sir is often a, like, uh, the thing that, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, pre- is it a preposition? It's the, the thing that goes before the word. Like, like a title? <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, there we go, sure. Title for a knight. 
Yeah. So Close not a knight, and he's not a gentleman. Why do they refer to him as sir? Because it's polite. The same way, like Jeff gets called sir when they go to a fancy restaurant, you know. Right, but this is like the modern era and stuff. We don't have knights. Yeah, I don't think they have knights in uh, in Ventus either. I think it's it's just like he is the person. They are ostensibly in the hospitality industry, and he is the guest. Yeah. Okay, but they wouldn't call him Mister. They would call him Sir. If they were roughing him up on the street, they might call him Mister. (laughs) Mister sounds too modern. I don't think yeah. we've ever used. I don't think we've ever seen someone use that word. Uh, I might be wrong about that. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of like very... what what the other thing you would you would refer to people as would be because I feel like it would be like if if quotes were a younger man, they'd refer to him as boy. Well, it's no, that is not polite. Like, oh, it's 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 a certain measure of respect, right? It's, it's not a title. He's not being called like he's not Sir, Sir Quote, but he's Sir in the sense of like. We are still ostensibly here to serve you. You are still ostensibly like our and our charge. our social superior. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that like the true generic w- in like Middle Ages too, when there were knights all around. <sighs> Probably not, but this isn't the Middle Ages. This is fantasy town. Yeah, they spoke a different language. Basically, this is a fantasy book that's loosely set in the pre-modern era. We're post Middle Ages even. I know, but now I'm book. really curious. You know how Alfred calls. Bruce Wayne, Master Bruce, not Mr. Wayne. That's because he's a child. That's what that's the polite term you use for a child. It's also the polite term you use for like someone who is like not doesn't have like a social rank, but in the social situation you're in is your social superior. Same thing with sir in this context. It's not like a title, but it is the polite term of address for someone who is your social superior. Okay satisfied <sighs> now uh can we get a letter <laughs> i love how exasperated you are yeah hang on i can make you more exasperated all right if you wanted to put more ears in the broth in a in a party it would be a social soup earier you should stop growing corn uh you you have your podcasting privileges revoked i'm ending this episode goodbye <laughs> <laughs> no we have so many letters we have so many letters let me read letter, please. lord <laughs> all right this is from uh curtis who writes on page 796 when words fail pagelings on page 796 there was a slight discussion on the line what do any of us have when words fail us you discussed how it implies violence and so forth and it does you were correct in all that but the thing is quoth already answered that question Mere pages prior, when describing his feelings about composing poetry for Penthe, he says it. And the answer is, of course, music. Obviously, you all arrived at that insight eventually, given that it is explicit in the text. I'm not chastising you either. I think that you knew it on some level, even if you did not say it. But I wanted to call it out because this is some of the most beautiful and some of my favorite writing in the book. I love the misdirect, but I love it. But I love the presentation of the story beat even more and on its own merits, absent the context especially because it is not a misdirect at all if one pays enough attention and does not gab about each page for 10 minutes between the two passages. I often return to the scene in which Quoth plays for Vashit and explains why he has hands. It is simply moving. It chokes me up. It is special to me. Additionally, though it is a digression, as I have probably said many times in the past, I am amusical. And these portions of the story are what have taught me exactly the beauty and power of music. Through them, I can begin to understand what others innately feel and know. Maybe that is why they stand out so much to me. Thank you for your other community. Thank you for your other commentary about this scene. 
You made me realize, or at least phrase, things which I never quite got before. You have enhanced an already superb, elevated moment in the narrative. Wondering why he has hands. Signed, Curtis. Don't we all wonder why we have hands? Uh, only when I'm on drugs. <laughs> I mean, why don't we have telepathy <laughs> instead? Because we haven't done enough drugs. <laughs> Listeners, expand your mind by doing drugs listening to this I'm wondering podcast. wondering why you have hands. Yes, also, if you're on drugs right now, try to answer this question. What's the difference between an orange? Oh, Nick. And, and what? That's what I used to ask everyone. Uh, whenever I was at a, a weed party, I would ask the high people that, and it never failed to produce great but comedy. you have to finish the question. No, you don't. No, no, no. No. Because when they're stoned, they try to answer it, and it's great. The best answer I ever got was one's mental, one's Damn. physical. <laughs> it do be like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And listeners. Listeners will be mental and physical on tomorrow's page. <laughs> of. Uh, the. The. Wind. Wind. Wind.